You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Making Waves All right, well, welcome to Making Waves. We hope that everyone had a wonderful, lovely, and especially safe holiday. Our guest tonight, Giovanni from Giovanni and the Hired Guns. Giovanni, welcome. Thank you for joining Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast. We appreciate it, man. Yes, thank you all so much for having me on here. I really appreciate you all. Yeah, you, uh, you guys right now are, are in the midst of a tour. Yes, and sure. if you if you know anything about your band, is you guys are quite relentless about your road shows, and um, it's funny, and probably Chad can speak to this as well. Is like you guys hit every watering hole that has a stage. It seems like you know some bands route out like 15, 20 dates. They hit the big places, you know, Chicago, New York, Boston. You guys are hitting every place, everywhere in every state. It's it's an amazing. How many shows do you think you guys are going to knock out this year? Maybe 200, 220, maybe something like that. Those are cheap trick yeah. numbers. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I got it. I got it. I got it. I don't know. I know I leave tomorrow. So I'm chilling. I chilled here for a day and a half and now I'm, I'm off tomorrow again on a tour. Are you home right now in Texas? Yes. Yes. Got it. Every chance I get to come for home or fly home, I'll. Yeah, now, I'll come the, home. the super interesting thing about you guys can play like a Pine Bluff, Arkansas to like a pool hall or whatever it may be, whatever the town has as their venue. But then you guys will go and play Lollapalooza. You'll play, you know, <laughs> uh, Louder Than Life or whatever. So what's that like for you? Because you guys, you know, you guys have been around now about five, six years yep. and yep, probably longer like that. than that kind of building the band. But you guys are still relatively, I guess we'd consider a newer band because you guys are really starting to break out nationally now. What's it like to kind of have that one night where you're playing to a small town crowd who's probably super appreciative because not many, not many bands are rolling through yeah. and then you're going to play in Chicago to 60,000 people. What's that like as, as far as your headspace on that? Um, It's definitely, like we've played big shows um, I think a big show that we did was the Daytona Beach one, and then the next day we were Rockville, and yes, welcome to Rockville. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the next day we played in St. Uh, Petersburg, I think is what it's called, mm-hmm. uh, in a little pool hall. And man, it's humbling, it's like I don't know, I think it keeps us in check of like. Hey man, yeah, we can, we we're rocking these faces on these big stages, but 
we're still a nobody at the end of anything. We're not, we're not, you know, if we were, then we'd be playing in big old stadium, but it's. You're, you're working your way up. I mean, you right. did the Aldean show in Arlington there, which is a huge stadium. And obviously these festivals, you're getting to kind of like someone, yeah. someone who's booking the show is going, Hey, there's this band. Um, but the super interesting thing about something you said, and I know Chad, Chad was in this band, Wilson. He can tell you about that. And those guys are road dogs as well. Is that you might go, man, we're playing this small little club in the small town, but guess what? the fan base you're building is going to be enormous because of that, man. It's like bands like Aerosmith and Kiss built these 50 year careers off that thinking. Right. Yes. And that's what, and that's our thinking every night. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if we're playing a room full of 10,000 people or we're playing in a room full of, you know, a thousand people. It doesn't matter. It's the same energy. Even if it was 10 people, it doesn't, nothing changes. The energy doesn't change. And uh, that's what we do every single night that we play is we try to smash that venue into the ground to like, you know, yeah. Well, don't, don't do that. You, you got to no, put no, it No, no, no. Right. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. trapped or something? No, no. <laughs> oh, God. Well, well I, I was going to m- mention what kind of what Justin said about that. Cutting yourself short here is there's on the other end of what you're doing, you're you must be confident people must be confident that you're going to smash that stage and leave it because you're you're pivoting in these smaller spaces to these larger spaces with grace obviously and you have the humble i've known you for 10 minutes not even now and i can tell that you you've got the humbleness dialed in and you're clearly out there having fun so they're trusting that 30 to 60 minute um, space in the out, you know, it's time and space. That's what, that's what um, a music festival is, right? You only right. have so much time and you got to fill it with, with the right uh, product, quote unquote, as a buyer. But the idea of what you're doing is we, it, it, is they're confident in what they're purchasing to put on that stage to play for these people, whether 10,000 people are there to see them or two people are there in that 10,000 crowd, uh, crowd of people are there to see them. They know that that 10,000 people who are in there are going to remain engaged uh, for you know for the remainder of right. that hour or sixty minutes, and not be like, "What are you guys doing putting this band on?" I, I have to say, I just found out about all these huge things that you were doing like literally an hour before. I've been listening to the music and checking out yeah. uh, the videos and stuff, but I had no idea um, things like you're you're swifting, you're, you're moving between places like Lollapalooza and Rockville, which is a completely for the most part, even though some of you can see some of those bands been diagramming there, they're different when it comes to the world of what they are in the festival space. That's got to be pretty interesting. And I was hoping to hear like, since you yeah. haven't played Kel, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Lollapalooza. I don't know if you can really talk about it yet unless you've played something similar, but right. Rockville to something completely on the other end of the spectrum, like Lollapalooza. Have you done something like that as a band yet? Never. This is our first okay. something like Lala is. And I'm really excited to see how, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know, man. I try not to think about it until like the day of and like take in that moment. And I'm sure, you know, we're going to go out there and, you know, I'm confident in us that we will rock out and, you know, try to engage with everything. And it's insane to me. I don't really know how to explain it, man. I don't know how to answer the question of, I don't know. Yeah, we haven't played it. And it's 
it's really neat. Like now we're talking about getting into maybe into the Latin America and doing a full song in Spanish. So like, you know what the, the demographic for why not? Or you know? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. so expansive uh, that the, it's changed. It's changed over time, but it's funny. You, you, you talk about you, what you guys playing so much. I think a lot of that speaks to where you're from Texas. There's a, a work ethic for Texas bands that's been instilled since the sixties. ZZ Top was the same way. ZZ Top, Steve Ravon, all these bands, except Steve Miller, all these bands that came up played until their fingers bled every night, 200 plus nights a year. Yeah. Now, it's funny. You're so you guys are from like Stephenville is kind of like where that was the focus. But now you're yeah. obviously at the DFW area. Um, it's funny because another bunch of a band that's a bunch of friends of ours now blocked Blacktop Mojo. You know, they're yeah. just from outside Dallas, right? They're from Palestine. It's just funny to see. It, it, it also shows, too, that you don't need to be from a big city to have a band that's starting to make a dent in the national, you know, you know, make some noise nationally. Um, so it's really refreshing. It's, it, that right there is kind of one of the beauties of the Internet, is that someone who's yes. in L.A. Burbank office heard this band on Spotify. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck they are, but yeah. they sound good. Go send someone to check them out. Yeah. Can is, I ask you that, a question about your area? Oh, sorry. I don't want to yeah. stomp on you there, uh, Justin. No. No, I, I was just going to mention uh, being from the house. I used to live in Burleson uh-huh. for like a year. So yeah. south of where you're at, south, I guess, east a little bit from Stevenson, yeah. Stephenville, right? Yeah, Stephenville, yeah. Yeah. And I know it was like to be in this weird space. I, I was playing music and I wasn't in, not the band he's referring to, but just like I was trying to regain steam in, a, in an area of music that I had once had some. And then right. that broke off. So I moved down there from Detroit to play. But I noticed immediately, and you can compound or tell me that I'm fucking wrong here, is that there are all these um, uh, spaces, like you said, watering holes that actually have places to, to hone your like fans that come out whether they're just fans of music or this is by mind you like 15 years ago but fans that come out and listen to the bands because they're just genuinely interested in it at a bar and like a honky tonk or something of the yes yeah it's still like that like uh my first ten dollars that i got tipped was at an open mic in stephenville texas and that was my first, I was just like, oh shit, like what? Like it was it was nuts. And uh people would just go to those open mics to listen, to see. I don't know, man. There's it's crazy. For the it's energy of being around people. How 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 old were you when you got that tip? 19 years old. At that point, I remember $10. getting trouble by the bartender there. Her name is Kat. God bless her heart. <laughs> I hope you know. I don't know where she's at, but yeah, I was 19 years old. And I would give her. You know what she's time. doing? She's telling the story to her friends at a bar. <laughs> maybe so. Man, so, maybe, so you're 19 and ten dollar tip. Ten dollars doesn't seem like much, really, quite anything, except when you're looking for ten dollars. But yeah. to get a ten dollar tip when you're 19, what was your first thought in your head like? I'm going to do this for the rest of my fucking life. Or you like, damn, that's all I get. No, it was like, like, what the fuck? I just got to what I get tip 10 bucks. And I grabbed those $10 mm-hmm. and I walked over to that pool table to where that guy was. And I was like, here you go, man. He's like, no, 
that's for you. I was like, no, I can't take this here. And I was a broke. I was broke, dude. Like, but it felt, I don't know. And I was like, no. He's like, no, you take that. You deserve that. And like after that, I was kind of like, okay. And then he was like, hey man, I own or I, I run this golf course. I, I'm having like a little song swap. And around that time, this band called Six Market Boulevard was like, ah, to me. Like they were just this little rocking band in Stephenville. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, you're going to song swap with Clayton Landy, which was the lead singer of Six Market Boulevard. And that was like one of my very first shows was a song swap with it. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And then ever after that, everything after that has kind of been that kind of moment of what the like, fuck is going on? Ex- yes. <laughs> yes. Everything yeah. that has happened, every like major thing in my life that is like progressed is like insane to me. Like I, really- I think if it was that moment of trying to give the ten dollars back because the universe is definitely listen. Plus, you're the only person in modern music that actually leaves money on the table. Yeah. so good on you <laughs> but um so talking about your music uh 2017 the bad habits the first record it had more of a country flair i think we can all yeah. kind of agree that it was kind of steeped in that and i'm not not the red dirt stuff but just seemed like a good texas country rock album yeah and then the self-titled records seemed to kind of add a little bit more of the rock element there was and, and and listen, don't ever take offense when I have to, sometimes you have to bring in uh, influences in order to kind of yeah. explain a newer band of people. Obviously there's hints of Foo Fighters and some of your delivery. Oh yeah. Uh, some of your stuff, uh, some of the acoustic bits sounds like Everlast when he went into that kind of realm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so there was some, definitely some stuff and there's some, you know, there's a little punk pop thing. I wouldn't say Blink-182, but there's an element of like, you kind of kicked it up a notch. Um, was that something you guys were wanting to do to kind of just move the music forward or did you not want to just get, can I get pigeonholed into this thing? And like, I'll ask, Um, I'll explain my question to you after you, I get your answer. Kind of both. If I'm understanding it. Um, yeah, because I feel like everyone around this scene here that's in Texas is doing the same thing. And, we always wanted to be a little more rock. I think that's why we did the uh, Bad Habits albums. We can have an album that was, to me, it was a little more grungier country. Mm-hmm. You know, it had a little more electric Denton. guitar than acoustic guitar on some songs. And I wanted that so I can get by to be able to hand this album out to people at venues. Now, they'd be like, oh, okay, here's a whatever. And then we get hired to go play at these country venues. And then we play our, I mean, nothing has changed besides our progression of music that we've always wanted to play, if that makes any sense. We just had to make a record so we can get into venues. And then we started just venturing off in the music that we genuinely wanted to play. If that makes any sense, to get our foot into the door. Ahead of your your geolocation time specifically, I think when I think here about that, think about 2017 record, I immediately think of Denton. When I used to live down there, I would see rock, like rock, like I don't know, like I don't want to say stoner rock band, but southern yeah. twangy rock stuff right. would always come out of the northern part of 
of that little yes. Fort Worth Dallas area. And now you're kind of like in the in in the middle. I feel like maybe leaning into Dallas after that because the Dallas is more of the established. I feel like everything was we're gonna make it because it's a bigger city, you know. Right. And then when right. you come back to the middle, that Arlington space is where like okay, now both of these worlds are kind of working to their advantage. And I, if you don't know about Texas specifically, Fort Worth and Dallas, that maybe that might not make sense to anybody else, but you're yeah. from there. And yes. I don't know if I'm completely wrong here, but if my time spent there, it felt like maybe that might yeah. be a good way. Yeah. To- and then, so the, the self-titled album, I wanted it to be a staple of look, this is who we are. So that's why we self-titled it. We're like, we are joining higher guns. This is what, you know, this is what it is. And we didn't hold back on this album. We didn't hold, we're not holding back on this next one. And I'm not saying it's, it's, this next album is a 50 50. It could either go country or it could go rock like we have been doing so far. And hopefully, you know, it'll keep going and it's awesome. Now, the reason why I asked that question is because I, I was talking to a friend who's quite familiar with you beyond uh-huh. the fact when I mentioned that we're going to be talking to you, he's like, oh, I fucking love that band. So we started talking about it and we thought, and we both listened to records both way through and we're like, you know what? It's a smart fucking band because you guys can now play a lot of different fields here. You know, it's it's easy to sit there and we kind of go, well, they, they would sound good like this. I mean, like, you could see you like you did one show with Aldine. You could do a whole tour with him, right? You could yeah. do a whole tour with Kid Rock. You could do that kind of thing where you can split off because the sound is so appealing because there's such a fine line now between country and rock. And the fan has gotten used to it. It's like, you know, it's kind of like when we used to see branding on bands like, oh my right. God, they've sold out. What happens is NASCAR became such a thing in our culture. We're used to seeing labels all over everything. So you didn't think right. about it anymore. So it's the same with country and rock. Like, you know, a girl in a country, you know, pair of boots and a country hat, they fucking love Van Halen, right? (laughs) So you guys are very smart to not do that because it also gives your career length. The music always sounds mature. doesn't sound like you're reaching. So I think it's just a smart move on your part. So you've done that organically. So kudos to you guys for for thinking that way. And I know it's probably, it's probably just a reflection of your record collection. Yeah. And yeah, I went on through whenever I'm, you know, my years have gone by and I want to look back at my albums and go from bad habits and be like, oh, man, this is a little country. And then take going, man, even why not mess with a little electronic music? Like, you know, like, why not? Why not do whatever? Like, why not? Why not? Why not try to do everything? Wow. Well, you can't. Like, who's to tell me that I can't? Hey man, if Blackberry Smoke can add in organs and synthesizers to their music, why can't you? Hell yeah. You know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that brings me to a question I had, if you don't mind. Uh, you have horns that you carry on uh, on tour, right? Do you? I mean, I don't know if there's a dedicated tuba player, but I watched some videos where it looked <laughs> like there was a tuba on stage. Is that constant for you? Or yes. Okay. How do you care for instruments like a tuba? in this like because you're playing going from you know like i'm assuming you're in a situation very similar to the band he mentioned that i was in wilson where no one's touching your gear but you and that's a very delicate instrument that that you know the horn yeah so i mean man how does it work out 
our camp, space too. Our camp is a very tight camp with a very well-oiled machine that um, everybody plays their part. Um, so, tell you the truth, that saxophone is beat to hell, man. Like, yeah, you can't keep that horn. You know, it doesn't matter what anybody does. It doesn't matter how much you take care of it. Like, we're just on the road so much. It's just, he literally puts it down on stage. And then he puts it on while he still has his bass. Because we have this new song that we have coming out. That's called Overrated. Maybe. Don't quote, don't quote me on any of that. But it has, <laughs> it has a little bit of... That, that's the placeholder. Yeah, it has a little bit of, of uh, tuba. And he also plays a synthesizer live. And it's a little bitty you know, like a drum pad kind of thing. And he uh, he can make it sound like an accordion. So he'll have the tuba when I'm doing the verses. Like, it's a great song. It's a cool song. And uh, then we venture off into Tragos Amargos, which is a Ramon Ayala song. And then which leads into the song that we have now out that's called Ramon Ayala. And, uh, so I was going to say that the horns had to play into kind of, you know, the Latin aspect of the band, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. And it's, it's cool. Cause it's, you know, you guys are a Latin band. So, you know, yes. it just makes a whole lot of sense. And I think, and you, you mentioned about trying to tap into the Latin rock audience. I mean, that's perfectly, cause you know, it's such a culture thing, right? You know? Yes. And then here in Texas, I love my Raza and they're at our shows and it is, amazing to see because sometimes they come up, up up to me and they're just like man you know you inspire me like a mexicano looking at another mexicano and it's just like dude what you're doing like it inspires me every day like i go to work every single day because i just want to whatever and just like that is a that is that is the coolest thing i think about this job is man yeah dude. like yeah yeah, you, the number one thing about music is communication and relatability. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Man. So, I so you're talking about Ramon Ayala. The, the video is. Uh, listen, I can mention Van Halen. I was like, this is a modern hot for teacher video. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a there's a little bit of the stuff we mentioned. Blink. There's some Blink aspects to some of it. Some of it's a little it's a little cheeky, but it's more like. And I thought this is hot for teacher. It's fucking hot for teacher. Yes, it was hot. And for even teacher. and, and, and like, even oh. the woman the the woman in the video is obviously somewhat comparable as well. So yeah. what was the what was the inspiration? And how and you guys were really good actors <laughs> within it. This wasn't like it doesn't seem like you were like uncomfortable doing it. So. It was at my high school. Oh. They let me film it at my high school while they were cleaning. So we got <laughs> to get desks into, you know, the room that we were going to shoot in. And we set the room up how we wanted it. And I was sitting there and it brought me back because that classroom we used, that teacher fucking hated me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like she hated me, dude. I know she hated me. Like she would send me, like I would say, like anything, and she would just send me off. So I was like, I want to use this fucking room, you know? Like, and we did. And 
Never let a grudge and, die. That's rock and roll. No, and man, yeah. the idea of it was was yeah, man. You know, just all these fun music videos that you used to see on MTV. Come on, that like, you used to laugh or, you know, you would always just pay attention and just your eyes would never leave. It was always like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And yeah, man, it was we were just super comfortable because it was just really comfortable. Everybody there was all in for it. It was in my hometown. It was in my high in my high school that I went to. And my manager was there and he asked the superintendent, he was like, what was Gio like in school? And he was like, you're seeing it right here. <laughs> like, right. That's, that's what he was like. In chasing school, chasing you know? chicks. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Yearning for the teacher. Hey guys, real quick before the next thing, I want to get to our commercial break. So, hey, folks, at this time, we'd like to remind you that not only are you listening to a killer podcast right now, but you, we also <laughs> produce an amazing rock-themed cruise vacation called Ship Rocks. We just finished up our last cruise uh, back this January, but we're coming again back in this January 2023, and one of our featured artists is Giovanni and the Hired Guns. So, guys, if you're interested in joining us on this amazing cruise, please go to shiprock.com to learn more about the sailing come up and also to purchase your cabins. So anyway, back to our conversation. I, I brought that up because, I, again, this is a great conversation between you and Chad because Chad band, Chad, I can't remember the song where you guys did the high school volleyball video, which is fucking Give hysterical. Give it hell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same kind of thing. Like you're this high school kind of like every great video you loved growing up combined <laughs> and just silly, but it never interrupted the song. No, right. Yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah, we were we kind of thought of whenever they're chasing each other with a water gun, we want to do a Scooby-Doo effect where <laughs> you would see the principal run into one room and the kid with a gun, and then you'd see the principal run with the gun backwards. And it was that was such a fun video to make. And um we were actually trying to do what um what a like Rolling Stones did with the late the lady that they would always use in the music videos. Yep. So the same girl that's in the I Don't Mind music video is the same girl that played in the Ramon Ayala music video. So I don't know if I mean she killed me in the last music video. So I don't know if I'm gonna have her in this next music video. You know? <laughs> Never <laughs> let go of a grudge. See this? Right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, guys. <laughs> We uh, we have gone live now, so we're on Facebook Live. So thank you, everyone, who's joined us tonight. We're here with uh, Giovanni from Giovanni and the Hired Guns. If you guys have – yeah, he just said hello to everyone. Uh, again, hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend. If you have any questions for Giovanni, if you have anything you want to spout out, if you want to send a message to him, please throw it in the thread, and we're going to continue on with our conversation. Um, I'll tell you, one of the tracks that – I'd love you to tell me a story behind uh, – can't answer why. Because that's one of my favorite rock tracks right now. It's just, it's got a 90s feel to it. Um, it sounds very confessional, very personal. Was it something that happened in your life? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the songs are about stuff yeah. that's happened in my life. And that one, uh, yeah, man, I I felt like I let a buddy down, you know, like a, like a best, like my best pal down, you know, I, which I did. At the but you know we're 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 best friends now but it was it was that man it was just like I don't know if I was getting a, like to him a big head or something 
But he told me, and I was just like, oh, crap. And I started overthinking everything. I was just like, maybe I am, man. Maybe whatever. He's like, you know, maybe maybe this. And, and then I was just like, you know, maybe, maybe I was made for something. Maybe I was made for nothing. Maybe I'm just tired of being me. It came to my head. I was just like, boom, there it is. And that's how it just kind of went, man, with just that. And then the place I was in my mindset at that time in my life was just, not very good you know yeah. like there's a lot of dark <laughs> and i feel like every time i want to write a song i have mm-hmm. to go to a dark place it's, it's fucking scary you know like it's weird i don't know explain the jameson bottle and the moose antler <laughs> hey man you know that's why it's there one there's your I'm muse right one there i was gonna grab it and just <laughs> pop it open and chug it Boom, songs are going to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, now, so you wrote the song, and apparently it was about your the situation yeah. with your friend. Has he, has, has he heard the song? Does he know that it's about oh, him? Yeah, man, yeah. What, yeah, was, yeah. His, what, was, re, what was his reaction? Dude, he kind of teared up whenever we played it, and it was it was really cool. Nailed it. Yeah, like, we played it live, and and uh, yeah, man, and he was just kind of like, you know, you fucker, like, God, you know, like, you know. I was gonna say, did you ice them afterwards? <laughs> I should like, have. Dude. Uh, <laughs> no, man. Yeah, you. That's right, dude. I do. Right, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Eat it. I got that on video. I did. Uh, yeah, all dude. You fucking cry. What a baby, dude. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that's our music video, man. This is gonna be you cry. Uh, I, I have a question about the baby. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> just millions of views, dude. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> 10 months later this dude's just like why do you do that to me uh i got a question about uh the, <laughs> the name uh, i because i read everything uh, well for, actually maybe i shouldn't even uh, expose this and I'll let you do it but why is it and the hired guns a and b can you tell me about that pawn shop life yeah so let me ask you let me ask you eight first so Man, we were on our way to go play in Marble Falls at a wedding. And at this time, I was just hiring Marble guys. Marble Falls, yep. <laughs> I was just hiring guys to come play for me. Like, I'd get paid. I'd be like, here's 100 bucks. Here's, you know, at that time, you know, whatever. Sure, sure. Here's 100 bucks. Here's what, 100 what, what kind of songs are you playing at the wedding? Just out of curiosity, what did they have to learn? We didn't have to learn anything. That we At this time, we didn't have a record out, but we had music out, and they liked our music. But we did some covers. Like we weren't like, okay. oh, we have to play this. Like, what what cover did you dread? Yeah, I didn't dread a cover. The cover was my favorite. Was we used to cover "Simple Man" by Leonard Skinner, and oh, that was man. really really awesome. That's when I okay. Loved. That's a that's safe a one song. for you guys. That's a yeah. safe one. What's the awkward one you had to do at the wedding? Where's the one where you're like, "Fuck, let's get through <laughs> this four minutes." Oh, was it Possum Kingdom by the Tuppies? Because if you say yes, I'm gonna freak out. Probably like like, uh, Rascal Flats or something, man. I don't remember. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You you want to run through that one? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Nothing against Rascal Flats. No, they're they're an amazing band. Amazing amazing band. They got songs. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's not really our thing, but we'll do it for you. Just make sure they were like. We have this marquee outside and we want to make this video and we want to have y'all's name on the on the wall on the marquee and and be in the video and in the video was getting married, blah blah blah. I kind of looked at the guy and I'm just like, 
I don't know. And one of the guys at the time in the band overheard, he was like, man, we're kind of higher guns. You know, you could tell him that. And I was just like, yeah, man, hey, how about just Giovanni and the hired guns? And he was like, cool, I'll put it on, on the marquee. And it kind of just stuck after that 10 years later, eight years later, however long ago that was. <laughs> yeah. That, that's my exactly accident. what I was hoping it to be. My uh, accident. My accident. <laughs> you know what it is? Every every studio musician in the world is going, we could do that? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Why did we form a band? This dude's a fourth member? <laughs> what? He's a, he plays an instrument? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you knew one of the guys then because you guys worked together or something, right? Yeah. Tell me about the pawn shop. So, I got it. Dude, know. so just include that in your bio. If there wasn't a fucking grinding moment. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, man. <laughs> Yeah, I worked at this pawn shop that uh, one of my buddies owned. Uh, he actually owned his uh, grandpa, passed it down to him. And I was in Stephenville a lot, and I moved to Stephenville, and he was kind of like, well, you can talk to people really good doing the job. And I was like, yeah, what do I have to do, you know? And they kind of trained me, and it was a really cool job. Because I wrote almost the entire Bad Habits album in that fucking pawn shop. Yeah. Like, you know, whenever we weren't busy, I'd look around and there's this guy, the, the manager there, his name is John. And he didn't care. Like we always we'd always listen to classic rock. I think that's what I think drove a little bit of, of what was going on. Was I just I would always listen to just it was 92-1 or 97-1. Whatever, we either one, you know? And so I would go clean the guitars that was on the guitar rack. And each one I would slowly grab and go and sit down in the corner. I would tune it and then I would strum something and I would and I would just write and I would have my phone out and I would record a little session of just me tuning all these guitars and cleaning them. You know, they were the cleanest guitars in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that guy goes to pick up his guitar. But, hey, yeah, uh, I got the manager. <laughs> yeah, dude. But you know, man, it was it was awesome. And uh they uh yeah, man, they let me they let me do a lot of stuff that not very or regular bosses would do, you know, ordinary bosses would do. Like it got to finally a point where I was getting a little busy and we finally signed with Red 11 and I couldn't work the whole week. So he needed something with the whole week. And then I went and worked in a pro shop and that was my last job was at a golf pro shop. Man. Collecting the carts. Say, hey, so two questions real about the pawn shop. One, you, you said the bad habits is written there. Was any of the songs written about some of the customers that come in there? Because there are some certain, some interesting characters. And two, what was the best guitar that came through that you ended up making your own? Oh, man, dude. I can answer that one. I still have it. It's not in, it's not in this room. It's in my bedroom. It's an Alvarez um, that was made in Japan, and it's like sunburst, and it is just six string, and it's just so beautiful, made out of rosewood and and some other type of wood that I don't know. I don't know very many things about guitars, but 
I know how to strum it. And uh, that was the coolest thing that I made my own. And uh, what was it? What was the weirdest thing that the, came in there? No, no, no. What were any of the songs written about some of the customers that came in there? Because they seem like pawn shops tend to have a lot of interesting uh, folks that roll through there. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was. I'm sure my brain at that time was looking at some of these characters and was just, I don't know, man, my brain's kind of weird. Like, you know, I pick stuff up that I don't even realize that I do. And like, I look, I study people sometimes. And when they came in, like, I don't know, man, sometimes you feel bad and they're just trying to like, dude, what can I get for these nails that I have? And it's like, fuck. Dude, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's definitely some heartbreakers that roll through there. Yeah. yeah like, I think that was the worst part of that job, dude. Here's some nails. Dude, that, dude I swear. I, like, I get it, man. Yeah. Like, what can I get? What can I get for these nuts? And I'm like, <laughs> they're like just like you don't have the other end of the bolt. They're like, no, like I just have a bag of nuts. I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't you I can't buy that, dude. <laughs> Yeah, man. Okay, yeah, so dude. let's let's Sorry, talk. I can't help but be twelve. Yeah, <laughs> let's fast forward to twenty twenty two. I don't mind came out. Is that the first song then from the upcoming album, or is that just a standalone single? Uh, that's a song going to be on the next album. Yeah. Okay. Any anything you want to uh, pull back the uh, the curtains on on a new record, or is it kind of hush hush right now? So I already made a promise to some of the fans that we were going to release on July 1st, which didn't happen. And I'm a prick for that. I'm an asshole for that. And I also said that we were going to do it in July, late July. Well, something's happening right now. That we're waiting on something that, Man, I want to tell y'all so bad, but it's just like well, I no, the, the, don't you know, just say that. Just tell it, tell tell your fans we're using the Mayan calendar in July's different. Yes, day. yes, yes. We're using it maybe <laughs> to go because there's a lot of really cool things that could happen. Okay, and, so you got some great stuff coming along, and it kind of yes. pushed the album. Okay, yes, we, we had know, we, 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 we know the we, label we, politics of things. Yeah, how they want things to work. A, sure, we had to push okay. the. Uh, the album back a little bit just to just to see what uh we can uh what get we can get nuts. you know nothing yeah. to get that's right <laughs> listen absolutely and i think your i think your fans can understand that there's an opportunity there that's just kind of changed thing it doesn't mean you don't love them and the album's not coming out no. the, the, the time's a little different yes right? yes yeah, I assume it's done then, right? Or are you are is this is it? Are you are you barreling out excuses because you hit a, a writer's block? You're like, shit, man, I gotta go work at this freaking at this fucking oh, no. shop for a little bit. It's <laughs> we'll done, get... dude. It's done. It's Got it. done, and it's called Tejano Punk Boys. Fuck yeah, dude! And the name of the album is called Tejano Punk Boys. Tejano Punk Boys is gonna be the name of the album. That's I'm hard. Really, That's cool. Really, 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 really excited. I'm trying to see if I can find a picture on here that I can just share on the screen real quick. But I can't see the final one. But yeah, man, it's going to be called The Handle Punk Boys. Um, and the album art is really, really cool. 
it's a uh, it's really really cool i don't want to ruin anything because i'm i want everybody to be excited just like i am but there's, yeah, there's you'll, like you'll the album the cover shit. has a lot of mentions of our music videos we already we've already done and future ones that are gonna be made that oh, easter eggs so we have say, yeah. we have an album cover that has already references in there of past videos and future videos that we're we're gonna shoot which is really neat and yeah record is gonna be out i don't know i don't know yet soon soon very soon 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 is a big word in the shiprock lexicon so we all know that means either tomorrow or three months from now it's okay (laughs) there's a leeway there's a leeway dude come on man you know what you always thought that it'll be all before the ship yeah. It better goddamn okay. will be. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it'll be out. It'll, it'll be out before the sh- Yes. Hey, right. hey, 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 Gio, what you tell people if they ask again, just say it's supply chain. Yeah, uh, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. It's, it's right now it's sitting somewhere in the uh, Philippine Sea. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's, it's waiting to get here. <laughs> uh, so speaking of sea, and you're going to be doing ship rock, then this is usually Chad's domain about cruising. So, yeah, I mean, have you been on a ship? You're in you're from Texas. Ever. <laughs> well, have you been on have you performed in any uh non-standard places? When I mean non-standard, I, I mean like have you performed on in well, any situation? Uh yeah, we could start there. We could also backpedal <laughs> to be like inside of a dark cave, you know, you know, like anything that's just like extra extra credit performance spaces. Yeah. Or the ship going to be the first flat, time that you've a ever flat, seen. A flatbed trailer with a bunch of hay bales on it. Thought you were going to say a flat earth, and I was going to say, <laughs> nice to see you. I'll see you later. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. This will be that, the first is, time. I, I, can, I can guarantee you at least this. Uh, performing on a ship uh, will be um, a much, I think, maybe a, a, a larger highlight than a flatbed trailer with some hay <laughs> on it. For sure. Uh, one, so you haven't even been out on like a cruise before as a, okay, cool. Well, I'm so excited to meet you exactly at the hey. time that you board that ship. So I can be there at the very end of that ship to see exactly how, how much your life has changed, uh, uh for the better, uh, once you've been a part of our nucleus there, there's one thing uh, I we also say. want to see your bar tab. Yeah. Oh, uh. Oh. Definitely. <laughs> uh, no Ooh, cheese. Yeah, good thing I've been saving. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> no, man, you play your cars cool. right, you won't have to buy one drink. Yeah, um, there you, go. Go. you seem like a charmer, too, so you're going to be, yes, yeah. especially when it comes to the nucleus that is the, the fans <laughs> on the ship. There's no nicer people, yeah. no more accepting people, and, and no, no larger fan base that really tunes in and has your back than the people of Shiprock. And they That's come awesome. from all different walks of life and all different places of the world, and they will be behind you 100% uh, awesome. after the ship. So That sounds fun. Rest, that sounds, rest assured that no matter how much you spend on booze and no how, <laughs> matter how many times you puke in the bucket, you will still uh, be whole at the end of <laughs> you know, one of the great things about you guys coming on is that it real our our I would say and, and Chad, I don't know how you feel, but this is the most eclectic bill we've had. I agree. By far. I mean, the you know, obviously the kind of metal core of Parkway Drive to kind of the more kind of 
Oof. A chart topping punk, like falling in reverse to like some real like industrial techno metal beats with like wargasm and just there's just all this stuff in between all the you know the motionless and white kind of goth metal and then there's you guys and it's kind of like man you know what and the funny thing is there's fans that are like they need to break up you know they need to break up the, the whatever they're hearing and go i'm just i'm gonna go hear some rock <laughs> i just gotta i gotta hear some rock um some straight ahead yeah. rock for them so that in a lot of ways is is, is so advantageous for you guys to be on the board on, on the yeah. ship this year the one band i'm really excited to see is Dinosaur Pilot. Um, are they on? I love that band, but I don't know if they're on the ship. Are they oh. on this year? I thought last I saw they were oh, on man. there. We're biffing this. That's a that's do you, are you, you're talking about the band from uh from the UK, right? The three piece, four piece. Yeah, they sound like a, yeah, those guys fucking rule, but I don't Ooh. I'm gonna double check just in case somebody snuck past me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's it was in a better You're trip. wrong. <laughs> Maybe yes, it was a dream. Right. Maybe it was a dream. <laughs> no, I think that one point they were confirmed for a ship rock, but um it didn't sail. All right, who's your second choice? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Ah. <laughs> Probably falling in reverse would be really cool. You know what, dude? You're gonna go on there and go. I never heard this band, but the the, the most fucking awesome thing ever. And who are they? And you're gonna be because you're gonna. That's the cool thing is like all the bands kind of hang and watch and chill, and they're just fans, and they get turned on to shit too. Because, oh man, when you're on the road, you don't get a chance to like dabble into other music. You're just focused on your own thing. You're, you know, you live yeah. in that, that that tunnel. Um, so it's really cool then to see bands kind of go out and then the opportunity to kind of jump in for a song here and there with a band that's a, you know that you may dig. It's just. That's that's the kind of good thing. It's not your festival where it's like, you know, hey, you're on it 45 minutes, you're off. It's just kind of like super loose. Wow. I mean, we want everyone to, we, we run a pro, we run a pro outfit here, but we keep it loose because uh, we want to That's awesome. Want to I'm, ex- I'm really excited. Because a lot of bands, it's their, it's going to be the first thing they do before they start th- their next either campaign or tour or whatever they're going to be doing for the next year. So we kind of want them to <laughs> send them off with a big old smile on their face before it gets that's to awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh Chad, you wanna you wanna play uh you wanna play a little walk the plank with our friend Gio here? Gio, do you mind oh, if we uh hey real quick, our our friend Renee, she's a ship rocker. Renee says she's gonna buy every drink you ever want. <laughs> Sorry, Take Renee. Oh really? Every person that you meet, you have to ask. <laughs> is your name Renee? Is, it, is your name Renee? You find her. <laughs> hey, Renee. What's up? <laughs> Actually, she just say she'd buy you a drink. I don't know about I, but uh, I got a smudge on my phone, so that may say drinks. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Either way. Hey. Yeah. So, dude, walk the plank. Well, man, we're going to ask you just a random question. Just give whatever answer. It can be silly. It can be serious. It could be cool. nothing. No judgment I here. I no love judgment. It. All, right. All right. So, so we, Chad, I'm going to start, and then we'll pass it to Justin, and then we're going to pass it to uh, uh, a an act that we interviewed last time that's going to ask you a question. That's just how how it's going to go, and we might throw in some surprises along the way. But first up, do you possess any of the qualities of your astrological uh, sign? I don't know what sign you are, dog, but. First, I guess, what sign are you, dude? Um, Scorpio. Do you think that what what they say about Scorpios has anything to do with your personality? Man, 
I don't know what to say about Scorpius. Besides, mm, well, besides, what do they say? They say that they're very good at um, writing songs in pawn shops <laughs> and uh, cleaning right. guitars is their biggest uh, uh, quality. They make everything that they clean guitar-wise so clean and spotless. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to kill time while I look up what Scorpio And they yeah. also think that, yes, they think that turtles are mystical. Um Yeah. So, did you get the uh, the characteristics of that? Uh, oh, wow. It says I'm really good at sex. Yes. It says you're incredibly passionate and powerful. Mm -hmm. Scorpio yeah. is often mistaken for yeah. dot, 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 because I didn't. No, no trousers can contain you. Um, <laughs> what about the passion? <laughs> do you feel like you're, pa I can tell you're yeah, passionate. You gotta, yeah, you, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to have uh, some passion there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How the fuck well, did we tail off into this? Yes. <laughs> All right, listen. We're going to bring it on home a little different here. Okay. Um, <laughs> what song in your life evokes the strongest memories that is not your own? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Can you, can you say that again? Okay. A song in your life that's not one you've written or performed that evokes the strongest memories in your life. Oh, man. Y'all gonna y'all y'all aren't gonna believe me, but these were the greatest times of my life when I was listening to Toby Keith's "Shook It Down" album. Man, every time I listen to "I Love This Bar" or "Whiskey Girl," <laughs> dude, it reminds me of my childhood with me and my sister were just kids, and we would just rock out to that. I mean, it's whatever. We thought that was the greatest, the coolest hey, thing. Hey, listen, so man. Listen, judgment, that's whenever I listen to I Love This Bar or Whiskey Girl, it brings me back to me being a kid. And every time, it, it, I have different kinds of music from Deftone to Norteña music to whatever. But every time that song comes on my shuffle, I never Dude, skip it. You know I what, never man? I it, 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 just... Drive and I'm just like zoned in. I'm just you like, know what, man? We're gonna ask this to somebody in ten years, and they're gonna go, and there'll be like a rocker, and they go, "Yeah, man, you know, Stapleton's Tennessee whiskey kind of did it for me." So, totally. Yeah. Also, by the way, Godspeed to Toby Keith. We know right now he's dealing with some health issues. So, yes, let's put that out into the world. Yes. Um. So, dude. So, you guys are in the midst of a tour. Like I said, I'm gonna see you guys play New Orleans here on the 11th over at the House of Blues. I'm pretty stoked about that. Finally, get to meet you, you guys. I didn't get to. See, I heard you at Rockville. I didn't get to see you though. I was kind of busy. But yeah. uh, uh, you guys are doing this tour. New records coming out, undisclosed as far as what day that's going to happen. Because some getting hopefully some really good news coming down the pike. Yeah. Anything else good. you want to you want to tell some folks out there? I mean, hey, where can they go? Can they go to Geo and the Guns or Geo and the Hired Guns dot com to find out where you guys are playing? Yes, uh, it's Geo and the Guns. Geo and the Guns. And it has links to our merch, our calendar, all that good jazz. And yeah, for anybody that's never listened to us or have heard of us, please check us out. You won't be disappointed, I hope, anyways. And yeah, I'm so excited to be on, on this cruise, ready to hang out and finally get to meet you in person. Yeah, no, listen, man, I, what he said is if you guys are a fan of like country rock, I mean, it doesn't matter if you into the Almond Brothers or Skinner 
or that they can kind of like smoothly seam into like the Foo Fighters and just kind of a nice, nice go between there. I think it's something you, it's driving music for sure. Roll down the windows, find an open road and just go. That's the kind of music these guys are playing right now. For also sure. check out the, check out the video for a, a Ramon. How do you pronounce it? Ayala. Ayala. Ramon Ayala. If you guys loved hot for teacher videos, a kid growing up, or maybe your older brother was into it, check it out. It, it'll bring back some memories. So anyway, Gio, thank you so much, brother. Uh, much success coming up and we look forward to whatever the new record is going to be. Um, if you guys want to check out, I don't mind. That's one of the songs that's going to be on the record. Kind of give you. Yeah, that one has a video too. And if you liked the uh, Ayala, you should look at that video. There you go. There you go. Anyway, guys, listen, thank you for, for joining us tonight, but we couldn't, uh, leave without giving thanks to a few folks, including Gio here and, and Chad. Chad is actually our ship rock hoax. If you guys are just joining us for the first time. So get to know him. He's going to get to know you. Anyway, uh, we want to put a a big shout out. Right next to you in your bedroom what, what, every what night it? till we get there. Not sexual. Yeah. Just want to make sure you're sleeping okay. <laughs> Getting that eight out. <laughs> Top of the sheets. Good Lord Almighty. <laughs> anyway, listen, we want to thank our show producer, Al McManus, our show engineer, Jennifer Zito, and our show co- coordinator, uh, Heather Smith. And uh, thank the captain, Alan Koenig. I think Alan's on his way back from a wonderful trip to Alaska. So he, he ranted and raved about it. Anyway, guys, we won't be seeing you in Alaska, but we will be seeing you in Cape Canaveral here in January. And then we're going to, we're all just going to get on that fucking boat and have a good time. Ooh. And we're going to have the music of Giovanni and the hired guns along with us for the ride. So anyway, brother, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. This again drops this coming Monday, the 11th at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, wherever you get podcasts. And you can also go to the Ask for Entertainment YouTube channel to see our smiling faces. Thanks, all. Bye. Bye. I'm on the road again Half drunk with a lit cigarette I don't know when I'll be back in this town At least that's what I tell her Baby, I'm just saying Maybe I just think too much I'm leaving in the a.m. Baby, are you saying I know that you drank too much And this is what she said to me One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget, and we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.